The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. We are live. We've done it. We're here. And, are we direct? Uh, we're live, live and live. direct, and it's yeah. early in the morning. Yeah, yeah. this is an unusual time for us to podcast, but I'm I'm enjoying it because I get to have coffee and uh, usually we record late afternoon, early evening. Yeah. And, you know, if you have a long day, kind of burned out, it's tough. Tough and to get the And then you the try juices. to compensate with more caffeine, and then you end up, like, super jittery and crazy like me. And then you make yourself yeah. anxious after you listen to yourself on the podcast. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> I can't do that because then I will. It'll crack me out a little bit. And um, small doses, small doses. Yeah. But we were just talking before we got uh, recording here that... Art has some uh, particular preferences when it comes to things. Yeah. yeah, is it that? Is it more like um, you're kind of a stats guy in a way, in a lot of ways. Stats guy, but, like but well, that, that sounds we, bad. That sounds that makes yeah, me sound like I a metrics guy, and I'm not necessarily a metrics guy. I'm more, I'm more, he's more I'm by more feel. feel. Yeah, yeah, more feel. That kind of deal, right? It's but he, like, yeah. but art is a very uh, analytical dude, right? So yeah. you're not. He's not just like. Yeah, I like that, or I don't like that. He goes, well, so <laughs> here's the Get thing. The, break <laughs> and it then down. Yeah, he's like breaks it down into like 30 things. By the end, you don't know if he likes it or doesn't like it. Yeah, this is true. Then, then, and then true. it's just it's it's kind of it's a philosophical approach. It's you know you end in a place where you just ask more questions, bro. <laughs> no, I'm just mm-hmm. kidding. No, um, but we, I want to tie this into cars. So we were talking about like connoisseurs about different things right whatever it may be whether it's pot or wine or cars and then you have those people that are just kind of like sort of dabble in those things and and you end up at a barbecue together and you can tell that they're trying to make conversation but it's kind of awkward um so this is my favorite one of all time is there was this one dude i knew in in in, i think it was like early college um and we're talking about cars and stuff and this guy he, I guess he wanted to throw this in there. He just like, he's like, oh yeah, motorcycles are cool too, right? You know, blah, blah. And I'm like, and we're like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, we, I, mean, I like motorcycles, but you know, whatever. And then he's like, yeah, my neighbor, he like drives this thing out into his driveway, pulls it out from his garage and it's like a red, white and blue one. And I think it's a Nissan and he revs the shit out of it. And I'm like, whoa. A Nissan like- <laughs> motorcycle. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. Uh, and so, you know. I so guess it was a Honda? It, yeah, it was like a Honda or something. But I'm like, whoa, like, all right, like, you really want to contribute, dude. Like, you don't have to. Like, it's fine. That's you know? so like, good. I dude. didn't say that, but it just kind of smile and nod, you know. But geez, oh yeah, there's so much strange. of that though. Like, yeah, we're with anything, right? They're like, oh, I, I like cars. I I had a so and so in high school, and it's like not even an interesting car at all, or something, you know. And then they kind of yeah. like tell a story about how they went to the mall in it once or something, and you're like, cool cool it sounds like bat comments yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you end up with that <laughs> like well we all have our stories <laughs> we all have stories <laughs> yeah exactly well welcome to driving well awesome my name is warren i'm lane uh mark this is something we're gonna try uh, a little new a little different but i think it's 
uh, for the best overall for the the pod and for people listening is that we have been doing two episodes a week, uh, a Thursday episode of questions and then a Sunday episode of more of what's going on, what's happening, project car updates and all that stuff. But um, Lane had a good idea to maybe condense the two into one for the time being. It may not be forever, but uh, considering that, you know, people are probably getting backed up on the podcast and not able to catch up to the current episodes. And we aren't, you know, shucking and jiving as much out there in the world. So the Sunday episodes aren't quite as action packed as we would like. So maybe by doing this, we'll have more than enough to update. And then we'll also do questions and trivia in one episode. What do you guys think? All in one. I love it. Combining one stop shop. Yeah. So if you don't uh, like this, let us know. Or, you know, if you have another idea, please uh, chime in. Uh, you can DM us at Driving Well Awesome on Instagram or team at Driving Well Awesome. You know, hit us up. Let us know. But uh, for now, we're going to start with some updates and what are you up to kind of stuff. Um, project car updates. Who's got them? Who wants them? Who needs them? Look <laughs> <laughs> at Lane's face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> I have no updates to speak of. So uh, transmission still in the in the mail. Uh, you know what? I haven't even checked. It was supposed okay. to be there yesterday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it oh might have right, because it's going straight to the shop, right? Yeah, it might have yeah. arrived. I did talk to the um, Mario, the shop owner, yesterday, and uh, to you know just let him know it might be coming yesterday. But I didn't even I didn't even look at the tracking info or anything yet. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right, well, that's good, Lane. Good times. Bring in, bring in the heat, dude. This is why I don't want to do two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll let Art speak, but uh, we we obviously want to circle back to lunching while awesome, which we do have to update. Yeah, I also want to talk, talk about, about some cars that came out this week and other things. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so Art, um, the stage dude, is <laughs> the floor is yours, dude. Um, so this this kind of really will paint a, a clear picture to you and the world. I forgot that I had a car like out there, like it's, it's under a cover, you know, that's, that's not where my mind is. And I know collectively that's not where our minds are. <laughs> We're all in on making sure that we launch uh, rad for sale here as, as, as well as we can. So that's, that's taking precedent right now, but you know, we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. Um, I still need to see what the hell, where the hell that <laughs> the coolant leak is coming from and all that junk, but we'll get around to it. All right. Well then I'll, uh, I'll start, <laughs> I'll start my updates, which is, Got the E30 out uh, for a lunching while awesome extravaganza. Um, thankfully, we are no longer under serious lockdown, and we are able to gather with friends outside and do stuff. Is that's what we did. So, uh, on Patreon, we offer all our patrons kind of first crack at these sort of events, and we've been doing them pretty steadily during COVID until like the serious lockdown went back in a, into effect. But, um, so if you're interested and you're kind of wondering why you didn't hear about it, or maybe you missed out, uh, Patreon, uh, look for driving well, awesome and get on there. And, um, we started and did a kind of a Southern drive, Southern Monterey County area had about what lane 12 cars or so. Yeah. 12 to 15 cars. I think a few more showed up at the, uh, our final destination and yeah, it was, uh, definitely a good group though. Really good group. Um, great weather for it. I think we had, you know, 60, 65 degree day. Um, beautiful out there. And we kind of retraced some of the 
um, rally from home routes, rally from home south, um, and did just like a two and a half hour drive uh, through the hills and over the creeks and whatnot. And um, it was really great. We had some good, good groups. I was rolling with uh, John Jesse and um, Bad Rabbit Habit on Instagram and his uh, the same, the same, uh, rabbit that he's had, but it's got a new 16 valve in it or, a yeah, not 16 new, valve. yeah. And, um, and then behind him was Dante and the brand new ish GTI. So, um, kind of amazing. You get to these groups where you're like, how are these cars at all similar, you know, like, yeah, yeah. and I was leading. So E30, that's a million miles on it and, uh, you know, one foot in the grave and then uh, bad rabbit habit, which he always has a exciting uh, powertrain in there, and he said it was great. Always um, has an wait. engine that's ready to blow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's never met an engine that he didn't want to blow. Yeah. Uh, but he said it was way more fun with this one because he had to shift a lot more, um, no turbo. And then uh, and then Dante, and he was like, dude, I don't know how you were pushing that E30. Cause, and by the way, he's just like one finger on the steering wheel listening to, you know, uh, good rap music and oh really like i was picturing yeah. kenny g myself but you know taking pictures yeah. taking pictures out the window yeah and, yeah he's chilling and meanwhile and i'm like you know cold sweats and um all that but uh then you had some fast crew we got uh ryan barrett and the lightweight uh e46 m3 um john bullock in the 996 turbo and mark in his uh e92 m3 e92 yeah mm-hmm. m3 um, and I know I'm going to forget some people, but, uh, Teal was, showed up yeah. in his Alpha Milano. Um, uh, help me out, Lane. Who Bill am I thinking? in uh, his, uh, FRS, I believe it's Nick an F- Moss FRS and or his, is it a BRZ? I always forget. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Nick Moss and his E36 M3 supercharged. That's right. Um, I'm forgetting who else. Is that the, that's the Dakar oh. yellow car. Well, yeah. Dakar Peter yellow. B. Peter um, B in his 993 yeah, Safari. Yeah. yeah, Peter B. Yeah. And, and then, then Joe in his wagon. What? I don't know what flavor that is. Whoa, yeah, yeah. Joe um, in his, what is that? I don't know, E90, BMW wagon. He 90 something wagon, right? Uh, It's a later one, right? I don't even know, dude. Yeah, something. <laughs> I, it's, know. It's, I mean, a nice looking car for sure. It is. It is yeah. yeah. Got good wheels and stuff. So. Yeah, we had a good good run in the morning. Um, ended up back through uh, Carmel and Monterey, and then to Monterey Airport, where Lane had arranged with Stephen uh, Cottrell, Stephen Sports Car on Instagram, Veloce Valuations, who's got a really great scene out there. And if you're looking for a an evaluator, a, a someone to appraise a car, or even like collection management, uh, Veloce Valuations is is where it's at. And then our buddy and Steven's buddy, Greg uh, Garneau and um, Revival Road. And now it's, it's kind of like he, I didn't realize that they lost that building. And so they kind of moved their operation into a few different places, but um, a couple hangers in Monterey and that scene was just amazing. Yeah. The whole, really the whole amazing. thing is really cool. Cause they're right across the airport from one another. Like, you know, like their hangers are, are right across from one another and it's just a really cool setup and greg's setup is like full lounge hangout area with multiple tables couches all this stuff. a bar it's exactly what you yeah. would want it's got a lift on one corner it's got 
the big leather couch and a TV in the other, a bar in one, then cars everywhere, memorabilia, posters, um, a little separate garage kind of in the in the hangar that you could do detailing. Yeah, like, like a clean room. Like a clean room. And then I mean, it has a, a fully enclosed mezzanine, too, upstairs. I didn't go up which there, is yeah. Like, I mean, he's a, it's full of stuff right now, but it, it could totally be like a home or something like that, you know? <laughs> right. Nice. Yeah. Definitely finished. put like you definitely put a bed up there for the nights where you just can't make it. Yeah, exactly. Make it back. A little space heater. So, yeah. So he he manages a few collections for um, some prominent uh, car folks. Um, and re- first car you see when the door is open is a black LaFerrari with gold wheels, and you're like, okay, what? Well, kind of tells you yeah, like yeah. what we're dealing precedence. with here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, tons of great cars. Um, and we can go over like individually or what have you, but very, very impressive. Um, super accommodating. Like they don't, you know, there's no ropes around them or, you know, you don't have to uh, sit on your hands or whatever. So you don't touch them. But, uh, yeah, it was really casual. And then, uh, Lane, since your car was down, you were, you were playing, um, you know, Dude, I was Lane soccer. I was full mode. on soccer mom, dude. I was like Your dad mode. Yeah, I, I had like it. this thought, like I wanted to take, I wanted to like get oranges and cut them up into like little pieces, you know. Or something. <laughs> How about some celery with like peanut butter ants yeah, on a log? Yeah, exactly, and some juice boxes. Oh, um, there you go. Because I didn't, I so I was driving my wife's um, Lexus, and uh, I met up at the start to meet up with everyone, or I, you know, I I. I rallied down with it, rallied. I drove down with everyone <laughs> to the start from Santa Cruz, everyone that came from Santa Cruz, um, hung out there until they all left. And I just went straight to Seaside, Monterey area, um, kind of hung out in a parking lot and did work on my phone for a while. And then uh, it was actually really, it felt really quick because you guys, it was like a two hour and change uh, drive. So, yeah. you know, it wasn't long at all before I was like, okay, I need to go get pizzas and you know thinking about it it's like when do pizza places open like i, I had asked Steve Cottrell, like what's a good place to get pizza and he told me a place that opened at 11 30 and i'm like ah it's kind of tight because we were all gonna meet back at the hangar at 12 o'clock um and i wanted to be there a little early so um i found a i went to pizza my heart uh oh nice and uh which is pizza we, we, the really good pizza based in santa cruz started in santa cruz um and they have a place down there ordered like five large pizzas dude it's the quickest ever they're like oh that'll be like 25 minutes i'm like whoa really okay (laughs) cool you know i think i was first person in the door first in line yeah yeah um so when i was doing that i went over to the whole foods there was like a line out the door at whole foods because they're letting in like a certain amount of people at a time said f that went to rite aid next door got some beers some Lacroix. Um, and they're just like shooting off guns in there. Oh, dude, it was like fucking total mayhem, dude. Contest. Yeah, yeah. Dude. everyone's <laughs> hugging and kissing. It was crazy. Um, then, uh, yeah, picked up all the stuff, went back there, and right when I got there, I mean, I barely had time to put the drinks and pizzas in Greg's uh, hangar and, you know, put them on the bar, and, and then the first people showed up. I think Warren was the first one, first one there. Uh, hey, yep. Warren won the rally? He well, you weren't there, Art, so yeah. I had to. Uh, Thanks for my uh, best. Yeah. taking yeah. the torch. Yeah, it was great. carrying I, the torch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, we uh, on the drive we stopped halfway down um, Carmel Valley Road, which is where we were at. I don't mind sharing that with the uh, you know, just you two. I'm not going to tell anyone else. Yep. But um, okay. we stopped at this perfect kind of meadow 
turn area. And that's like the best parts of our rally. You know, we call it a rolling cars and coffee because you might not have seen all the cars at the start. Well, for lunching while awesome, you do, but you may not have talked to everybody at the start or you can now talk about the roads that you just drove and like what's coming up. And it's, it's just so rad. And you're out in the middle of nowhere. You're walking around on the road because it's a super rural area. It's just like one of the best feelings. So very cool to experience that. Um, and then on top of that, have something so rad to get to like that hangar. So yeah. So the hangar, um, dude, it was so cool. Right. I mean, this is like, you know, we've done this in the past, these lunching while awesomes where we end at a restaurant, you know, an outdoor seating and that's always fun. You're hanging out and stuff, but to be like amongst all these amazing cars and kind of go on a tour of these two hangers, not only a tour though, just have like basically all access like both those guys just kind of opened the doors and basically made it you know said hey this is your clubhouse for the next few hours <laughs> yeah uh, it was it was pretty awesome so i have Very a question cool. for you guys i don't i i don't know the answer to this because i spent a lot of time growing up in hangars we, my dad was a pilot so like with his friends and they had cars in there but they also had a plane and it seems like that's a requisite right so like do you yeah. know, is this something that's off limits to talk about or like, did you find out or how does that work? Well, I can say that uh, what, what the deal is, every hangar has a plane assigned to it. Okay. And the, but, you know, if you have an active plane and you're using it a lot, it's not parked often or it might spend time at other airports and so mm. forth. So they're all, none of the stuff that's in there would stop a plane from being put back in it does that make sense so interesting okay. it, would, it would take some shuffling to get some cars around and then you could put the plane back in if you need to but uh they don't seem to have to do that very often does yeah that make so sense? i i i'm putting i'm picking up what you're putting down totally yeah. yeah yeah um but you know they're i think the real rules are like you can't live there you can't have like you know fire hazards and stuff like that that's what they're more concerned with but um yeah so greg's greg's hangar is just it's basically completely insane. I mean, LaFerrari is a start like we talked about, but next thing you see is the Viper Green 959 that Canepa has just finished with, I think, recently. And um, That's it's one an, of the new ones, right? Is it the, what it's is a new, it? Yeah. 959S, or what do they call that one? The S something? or SE or SC? SC, I think, right? I think SC, SC? Yeah. yeah. So it's got like graph, dark graphite wheels, um, dark brown interior with Viper Green stitching. It's like... This uh, one of the raddest 959s you can imagine. And talking to Greg about it, because he drives all the cars to keep them going and stuff, and he says it's basically the best daily driver you could ever imagine. It is. Mm -hmm. They set them up soft. It's totally easy to drive one-handed. You're not like, you know, it's, no, it's not an F40, in other words. So, mm -hmm. um, And it, it was just perfect. It looked brand new, right, Land? Like yeah, yeah. showroom. It was showroom. Well, that, I think like, we saw that car like in progress. Like it was, they stripped yeah, it down yeah. to like nothing, right? To like a mm -hmm. shell, and then they start from scratch. Right? Start over, right? Yeah. yeah, and the crazy yes. thing with that is like it's Viper Green, like Oren said, with brown interior with Viper Green stitching, which sounds horrible, uh, but it somehow it, it does work. It really does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's hard to imagine any other way. You're like, yeah, that that's how that should be. Um, so yeah, basically like factory new 959 with upgrades. And then, um, well, right before right, that is a Ferrari, is it a 550 or 575? I didn't really... 575 M yeah. and, um, and that was a manual transmission car. So like a TDF blue or, you know, whatever, dark blue, 
uh, manual transmission, 575M, which is a beauty and also such a great car, especially for that area, like blasting down to Nepenthe, Big Sur, or, yeah. you know, it's such a cool option. Um, and then uh, next to that's a, a basically like a vintage patinaed first-gen off-road Bronco. Oh, that thing and was super cool, man. Yeah, what was it? It was like a tuned it's in a period, Bill's, right? It's a Bill Strope um, Bronco, and I think it's like one of 120 built, and and it's a period car, and that one's like all original. I guess the only thing that's been repainted was the fender flares were repainted at one point, those mm-hmm. little bolt-on flares, but mm-hmm. all original, all the original stickers everywhere. Um, yeah. Just really cool truck. Yeah, very and like just sat right, and it was a great juxtaposition too. You have the Viper Green nine five nine, and then that thing next to it's like perfect, you know. And then from there, it's like my my eyes went straight to the back corner, and there's two singers parked there, and one is a white car, and I'm almost positive it's the same white singer we saw at the pits of Laguna Seca. I want to say like three years ago. It was it's been a while, but it was essentially like someone's car that they were just driving around the peninsula to get to their racetrack um and uh next to it is the an amazing newer one that's like a light gray i don't know what color you'd call that land like it's kind of like like nardo gray yeah exactly a little chalk to it Mm -hmm. um but lane found out that the white one is not based on a 964 yeah it's one of i believe three cars based on a g-body 911 and i think it was the third it was like the first official car built or something like that. First mm-hmm. real like official like, singer to the public or maybe or it's like the third car they ever built, something like that. So, yeah, it's a but it's based on a based on a G body and it has the engines by made by Nine Meister. It did the engine on that one. The, the, it's dated 2011. So, a 10-year mm-hmm. that's a 10-year-old build. Uh-huh. Um, and it's it's really cool. It's a and uh, talking to Greg about it, he said that one was like way more raw and kind of motorsports feeling, uh, manic, and you know. And then the the other one, the newer one, built built based on the nine six four, which is that this is the gray one is a car that's been a lot of it's owned by WeatherTech, and uh, Lee Keen drove it and did like a a lap around Laguna Seca, which was published in a, um, I forget which magazine. Um, and it's kind of, it's kind of made, you know, you've seen it everywhere. Basically. I forget the names of those cars. Do you remember? Nebraska, no, right? Remember. That's, that's Nebraska? Nebraska is the white one. I believe. Oh, that's the white one. Yeah. 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 I saw someone mention it in the, in the post. That's why mm-hmm. been, I, I don't know which one's which. Yeah. That's the white one. But yeah, but he said that one's way more plush and has a lot more like it's GT more better for touring <laughs> more and stuff like for that. For street, yeah. yeah. Street yeah, use. More finish, right? Yeah. yeah. So that and then um, and then right away next to those is a car that just by chance, Art and I were looking at auction results from Scottsdale, and he had sent a, a link to all of us um, with those uh, sell, selling prices and stuff. And I was just reading like 12 hours before seeing this car in person. Uh a 993 uh, roof turbo R um, black with um, the classic five spoke roof wheels and body kit and everything. It is such a rad car. And that's the exact car that was just sold in Scottsdale. It just arrived. The owner hasn't even seen it in person. (laughs) He bought it just sight unseen and sent it straight to, to the hangar to get, you know, ready to go. So 
um, that was a treat for sure. And um, I sold for big money. I think it was like seven hundred grand. Yeah, seven twenty or something like something that. Something like that. Uh, Dude, yeah. can you believe that a nine six four slant nose? Or I'm sorry, yeah, a nine six four slant nose, right? Sell for over a million uh, now. Like, a like, <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. but yeah. those are those have been doing that for a little while. Yeah, is it like the pearl ones are? Uh, I don't know. I mean, well, I've seen yellow ones go for big mm-hmm. money. Like, I mean, in in with the nine nine threes, it's like. You know, the GT2s have done really well. Those have been million-dollar cars for a while as well, and, like, you know, some of those RSs. But, like, I just feel like one of the ugliest cars. But I guess, again, it's just a collector thing. It's a numbers Dude, thing, Dude, it's right? one of it's those, like, like, how many did they build, and then how yeah. many in that in said color, right? There's probably, like... Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember that Pearl. I always think of the Pearl one, which is, mm-hmm. like, the paint, that one sold the for like paint option point. was, like, 50 grand when new or something crazy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that that was cool to see, and um, and I then mean, in the middle continues. of it all, Porsche 356 Speedster, um, light blue, which was a little like, hot hot rotted, had a yeah. had like better wheels and a roll bar, and it was pristine. I don't know if it was an Emery build, but it was basically perfect. You know, yeah, really cool car. And then underneath the rack, um, he had a 356 more competition build. It was a hardtop or you cool. know a coupe, but it had like. Pl- Plexi windows and roll some bar. other details. Roll bar. Sweet. Um, and there's a yeah. on the lift, there was a Ferrari 365 GTC. Um, and then back in the corner behind the Bronco, there was actually our friend um, Ryan's old 69 911T. Tangerine. Oh, that yeah. one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was his. I yeah. saw it in the background, yeah. It looked really nice. <laughs> Whoever bought yeah. it is taking very good care of it. So yep. cool. Uh, nice to know. But um, yeah, and then continuing over and across the taxiway to uh steven's hangar which was cool it was just all open and exposed and he's more doing like storage and kind of taking care of some cars for a bunch of different people and he has a partner there but that was a it was a really weird mix too there's you know old alphas some old uh older porsche stuff but then there was a couple classics and uh you know yeah there was like a lot of the ferraris right there was a 348 355 360, 360 and a 430, I believe. Doesn't so he have a 360 that. Challenge in there? Yes. That's and a car then, uh, I really, really want to drive. Then there was a 300 SL Roadster up on the rack next to a like one-off 50s uh, shitbox. coupe. Shitbox. Didn't want to say it out loud, but yes. <laughs> 308 GT4. Uh, 911 RS yeah. America. A couple yep. Alfa Romeo GTVs. Yeah, all tucked in there. So he had quite a few cars going on. And then he also had, uh, speaking of Radwood, uh, his, like, I don't know if he uses it to go around the airport or what, but he has a Jeep Cherokee. Um, what was it? Not a classic, but what was the Oh, man. It, uh, I forget. Anyways, now. like the nice trim level, a really good silvery like Prospector kinda, or something. I don't know. Some Yeah. yeah silvery hmm. bronze. Uh, really nice car, so. That was cool to see too. It's just you know we like a little, a little bit of everything, a little variety Perfect. gets you by. Sounds like a great day. It was great, and um, Greg was like, "Dude, let's do this again. Let's do an event. Let's do something." So I hope that we can we can get it going again. And if you're like I said, if you're interested, uh, Patreon.com/slash Driving Awesome, and you will get first invites to stuff like this. Um, I imagine now that the word's out and we do one of these again, it'll be a hot ticket. 
Oh yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, it was so fun. I, I was like, my only job was to get pizzas and stuff because I didn't do the rally. Um, and my big win for the day was that everyone had basically cleared out, almost everyone. And it was like myself and maybe like three other people there, and then with Greg and Stephen, and a couple of the other guys that you know work at the shop and stuff. And uh, Stephen's like, oh man, I, I could do another slice of pizza. And he gets up, and there's literally one slice left. Oh, I saved dang. it, and I was like, "Man, that, that was such a win, dude!" To not have to like bring pizza home, and to yeah, just totally. have that, and to not have it be like, "Oh, sorry, there's none left." It was like, I thought you were gonna say you got a ride in the nine five nine or something. Nah, this <laughs> was more. This, right? was, this <laughs> was better, win. dude. This was. This better. is better. This is better. Yeah. yeah. Um. So after that, we everyone was kind of rolling out. I rolled out about halfway. You know, not the last person to stay, but. Um, and I was left with John Bullock and Ryan and they were getting in the, the M3 and the Porsche and they were like, yeah, I guess, is there any fun way to go home? And I'm like, nah, not really. I mean, you could do this or that, but it's, you know, traffic or who knows. He's like, yeah. He's like, dude, maybe, maybe we'll just go back the same way we came. And I'm like, dude, I mean, yeah, I guess if you don't have anything going on, he's like, yeah, fuck it. Let's just do that. So they, they jump in their cars, they go back the entire way and then go all the way out full coastal range rally pinnacles what etc etc like they said at the end of the day they text me at like six o'clock they're like yeah we just got home <laughs> it feels like a full rally thank you so much oh, like, so rad. <laughs> guys are insane like they probably tacked on another 200 miles or something that's like, cool Great. yeah so it's it's what you make of it you know lunching will awesome is just the catalyst and then after that yeah for you. sure Yep. So yeah, that's um I think that's our current events. Um <laughs> we'll have to do it again soon. It was it was super cool. Yeah. Actually, uh, totally. Have a I couple gotta of make it routes. out next time. It's all yeah. about I know, get your goddamn cooling, at least bypass. I know the bypass can... thing, yeah. Um yeah, I'll get it sorted. My name is Warren. I am Lane. And we are here to talk to you about Copart, a new sponsor of the Driving Wall Awesome podcast. We are excited to have them on board because these guys are perfect for anyone looking for salvage cars. They have a lot of used cars, like new, slightly damaged vehicles, and even stuff from rental companies like Enterprise, Hertz, Avis, and Rent-A-Car. We know Brian's always looking for a minivan. Copart may be the perfect place to find that minivan, and it's an auction. So you get good photos. Uh, You kind of know what you're getting, unlike some of these Craigslist ads and whatnot. Um, they even have some kind of hard to find cars, right, Lane? Yeah, they have uh, K trucks, like the uh, trucks that Warren and I drove on the recent Round Cat Rally, um, where we drove some Honda Acties. And they have a little uh, Warren searched Mitsubishi and found a little Mitsubishi K truck dump truck. Actually, we all know that auctions are kind of taking over here in the online world, and these guys have a mobile app. Um, 100% online auctions. Uh, once you get signed up, it's pretty easy to search for your vehicles, jump right into auctions. You can even save your searches and get email alerts for a specific vehicle, which is super useful. Um, and people aren't picking these cars apart before they're sold. This is, you buy the entire car, it's what you see is what you get. So, yeah. you know, when you go to pick and pull or pick apart uh, junkyard stuff, you get there and you think you're going to have a car left and all that's, you know, remaining is maybe the frame and uh, some old, I don't know. What's what's in the bottom of seats these I, days? I don't know, but I recently went to a, a pick and pull to try and find parts, and, and uh, I basically wasted 
three and a half hours of my time because <laughs> the car go. had literally nothing on it. So there had one go. tail light and it was cracked. But uh, oh, with this, perfect. this is the perfect thing for someone also. Like if you're swap, if you're doing an LS swap or any kind of swap, you buy the whole car, you're buying the ECU, you're buying the transmission, you know, you're buying all these parts. If you want to swap all these parts into a different car, or if you just want to rebuild said car, you know, it might just, you know, some of these cars might have really minor damage or even no damage at all, really. But, uh, right. Yeah. And a lot of our listeners are quite savvy with rebuilds and refurbishing cars. So what better place to look than, uh, Copart. And you may find the perfect example of your car that needs a little love, uh, for a lot less. So, Check out copart.com, and uh, I would say bid with confidence. Joining Copart is easy and affordable. Usually memberships start at less than $5 a month, but we're giving our listeners an additional $20 off the basic membership. Go to copart.com slash DWA to get your special offer. That's copart.com slash DWA. Find your next vehicle for less at Copart. I see the um, there's a few new like there's F1 launches in the last week, and then there's also a few car launches. Did you guys want like see any of those or kind of like let you see the new Lexus IS 500? Yeah, dude, it looks nice, pretty cool, dude. That's like what it should have been in the first place, right? Like in terms of the design, it's like really clean. Like it's got the language there, but it's not protrusions and extensions everywhere. And yeah, yeah. and it's it's like. It's tidy. like one big, you know, it still has the big grill and stuff, but it's not like yeah. little grill, big grills everywhere and, yeah. you know, fake stuff going on. It's also, I mean, it's the, it's the hot rod formula. It's sticking the LS 500 V8 engine into the smallest sedan they have. Talk about a rare bird, dude. Rear wheel drive NA V8, like yeah. uh, front wheel yeah. you know, FR, I guess. It's NA just... 470 horsepower rear yeah. wheel drive. If only, if only they had a, uh, a manual, manual transmission. Yeah. Yeah, Dude. it is definitely more of a GT thing, right? But it is it's badass. I mean, like I I really like the interior too cuz it it reminds me of the same language that they had in the LC500, right? It's like mm-hmm. the same style dash and oh, all that. That's yeah. cool. I like that it, simple almost like almost like 80s 911, you know. Yeah, it's pretty like timeless, it's, right? Yeah. Like I I I saw some people commenting around like just in random places like, "Oh, it's like so like dated looking." I'm like, "No, it's the opposite. It's like really clean and simple yeah. and it's not like yeah, yeah. ridiculous and will obviously be of this era, right? Like it's just kind of like it's a, they did a good job. I really like it. Yeah, I like it's it. It's gonna be a expensive, lot. like 60, 60 grand, huh? I oh, think I more, think, right? I would think more. Oh, uh, because it says here the RCF starts at sixty seven. We guess that this will be several several thousand less than oh. that. Well, that seems like a deal then, because that does. When you think of it's like it's an M three competitor, right? It's like and it, but it's more powerful than the M three. It's like I a believe. C sixty three competitor, you know? Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that. But uh, what do you think of the t- uh, tailpipes being that uh, uh, stack? Uh, I mean, that's their design language. They've been going yeah. for at least the real this time. Where like the old, um, yeah. the one, the one Art likes. What's it called? The uh, ISF? RCF. ISF? What's up? ISF? ISF was like full fake. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Remember they it's dumped just... down and then it just had these like two dummy pipes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why it. it's so weird how they went through all this experimentation to get here, right? It's like you think they would, <laughs> they already would have understood what needed to be done from day one. I think it's like they have Lexus. to ease ease their customers into it or something. I don't know. It is weird how that happens, but yeah, I'm trying to find some uh, this one post that was pretty comprehensive. Well, I think with it's the, details, the but, cars yeah. go either they go two directions, right? A lot of cars will the first 
say the first model of a certain design language will be kind of like a little like not cohesive and kind of awkward and then you kind of slowly it comes into its own and it gets more cohesive and better like i think this design has or they go the opposite way where they they mm. kind of knock it out of the park right off the bat and right. then just to make a change they change stuff which doesn't necessarily help the design it's just to make a change because they need to refresh it you know and and yeah. it actually makes the design worse that's why the GTR right. is still so beautiful, man. You know, they just beautiful. kept it the same. <laughs> I've never, never heard someone say beautiful. I can't believe that they still exist. They're, it's the same fucking car, dude. It's, it's crazy. A, it's, there's a 2021 right? GTR. Yep, 2008 was the first year, yeah. Um, but uh, the other one, dude, that I was going to mention real quick is we had talked about the GT3 before, right? Have you guys seen the cup car? It's been kind yeah. of uh, making the rounds. Yeah. That looks so much better to me. Like, because I, I had talked about how the nose feels like it's too long, like, and like, it's just kind of Pointy. like a snout, right? And then yeah. when when they added the front flares on the race car, it balanced it out, right? It kind of squared it away, mm -hmm. whereas like before, the front just kind of protruded. Um, it, uh, it's starting to grow on me. Even the standard one, I've seen some better pictures. Like um, like uh, Andrew Andy Parniger post, posted a picture of his in like this like. I forget what it's called, but it's like a steel blue. It's like a really pale blue silver, and it looks killer. Uh, it looks a lot better than the green car and the other cars that I'd seen, but or the blue car, right? Yeah, um, blue. But yeah. But anyways, um, I just wanted to, I was just curious to see if you guys saw the cup car. I think it looks yeah, great. Yeah, it's, I'm looking it's at really it right cool, now. dude. And it, uh, a race car looks so good without livery like that. Yeah. Yeah. Where you just yeah. see all the, the Just stuff all it needs is on. like three little stickers, like a mobile one, Michelin, yeah. um, yeah. something like that, Bilstein, but nothing, nothing more, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. And then the, the, um, Gordon Murray design. Uh, oh, the T50 Nikki Lada. T, is it the T or S? S T50 S Nikki Lada S. came out. Yeah, or was re, or was unveiled, Dude, I guess. Yeah, it, it looks killer. It looks it's so it's rad. A little, that, that front little splitter. Busy. Yeah, it's, it's a little busy, right? It's, it's, it's a race intense. car. It's a full it's a race, race car. car, yeah. Dude, they're claiming, okay, so they're claiming like 800 and something pounds? I no, 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 kilos, right? Is that what you're saying? No, no. What? No, the, I wasn't. The, real, the regular one is like the weight of a Miata, right? It's like 23 something or something like that. But you said 800 pounds. What? 1800. Eight, oh, 1800. It's oh, not like you said 800. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you got cut off. 1800 and something pounds. Right, right. I did. Yeah, yeah. Which is, that's insane. Yeah, yeah, it is. Especially and, if and, they, yeah, have that same motor. And I mean, that's NA, crazy. Like, yeah. Manual, so too. Cool, Still. Dude. No, it's a right. auto. Oh really? I thought like, oh no, shit! A, I thought it was also awesome dual clutch. Ah, uh, yeah. It's yeah, full so, race I mean, car, it's, right? It's full on race car, and then it comes with like factory support and stuff like that. So, it's like the the ultimate rich guy track toy. Totally. Um, yeah. The rear end has a lot of like, almost like Lotus Elite, uh, Lotus Exige going on. I think where mm. it has because the. You know, I mean, it's all functional stuff, but it's a little. I, I think the rear is a little. That's why I'm like, weird. it's just so busy compared to what. Yeah. Right. You know, it it, it feels want. very like if you look at it from like that top three quarter down, like from the front, it looks like a McLaren F1 GTR. It really reminds yeah. me of that. Like, um, totally it's got, the big roof scoop and a and big wing gills and, and like the, uh, the the front end. Yeah, it's a lot know. going on, and it's also got NACA ducks on the front nose, which is which is kind of cool. I'm down mm -hmm. with that, or the hood. Yeah. Um. I'm. I think I need to like unfollow Gordon Murray Design for a little while because it'd be nice if you actually 
built a moving car oh, yeah. and you had some fucking tests and videos and shit yeah. instead of like Dario Franchitti telling me <laughs> how cool it is and uh, the same yeah, fucking... and talking about their history in F1 and I, like, stuff. I get yeah. it. I get it. I, you got me. I'm your target audience. But uh, at this point, you need to do something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah we haven't even heard any of them run yet at all. You no. Know, well, they did run the motor on a stand and that was very cool, but yeah. um, they don't have a functioning car. It's like your your dinosaur dinosaur park has dinosaurs, right? Like that's <laughs> that's where we're at now. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, understandable, but uh, they kind of have to. I, I think they tease have it to for this, yeah. years, and maybe. Yeah, I mean, they're like, just trying. They're doing what they can, right? And they're trying to sell cars before the car comes out. And, oh, um, totally. Which no, is basically their version of Tesla taking money from people. You know, taking deposit. Yeah. You know, whatever. Or like, I, I guess they're I, doing I, the yeah. same, but. Um, yeah, it's a, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool and it'll be impressive when it's built. I would say. Yeah. It it looks really small too. Like even with all the yeah. like extensions and everything, like we, you forget how small this thing is. I think it's going to be insane when we see it. I think it's even in person, smaller in person. I think it's even smaller in person. Speaking it's of really smaller excited. in person, yeah. I saw a new Bronco on the road. You oh, saw yeah. the Bronco the Sport. One. Is that what it is? I think, I don't think the, uh, as far as I know, the regular Bronco's not out yet. That's what I asked you in the comment, you know, when you texted us that. I'm pretty sure it was a Sport you saw, which is basically their, like, CRV Mazda 3, Mazda CX-5 competitor. Oh. And it's, I see. it's not as, like, off-roady. It's more... It's, Dude, it's it didn't seat. look great. I mean, I basically, it passed me, so I didn't yeah. have a lot of time to look at it. But, yeah, that's I'm looking at a picture of it yeah. now, and you're right. It was a Bronco Sport. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize they were making two different... Types of Broncos. It definitely got lost in the Ugh. shuffle because they released Dude, them at the same time. You know, when we were talking, and all everyone was talking about was the real Bronco, and mm. this is the Bronco too. It's Bronco, gross. Exactly. It looks Bronco like a. It, it looks like an LR three. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it's uh, lame. Oh, but it's super gross. If you okay, buy this, you're like, oh, you got the <laughs> shitty one. I just when I drove past, I'm like, that was the Bronco. Like shit. First of all, it's small. Yeah. And second of all, it looked. Weak. Yeah, like this. Yeah, <laughs> weak and yeah, and tattered. All right. Well, I feel better now that uh, it didn't ruin my hopes for the Bronco because the headlights are totally different. The grill is everything's different. Like, different, dude. It's like it looks. Yeah. It's just like a. It's like a normal looks, whatever they're uh, an yeah, S, it, and then they just like kind of rough. They toughened it yeah. up a little bit. It's a Ford Edge underneath or yeah. something. The Bronco too to the max, right? It's like it's that tall, skinny kind of look, right? Versus like yeah. the, exactly. the, Bron- the Bronco's like beefy and wide, and like it's like the proportions yeah. are better, yeah, more Jeep, square. Jeep Renegade competitor or something. Ugh. All yeah. right, well I feel better now. I haven't okay, seen don't, a Bronco let's just, then. I don't even want to talk about it. It's fucking gross. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I still have yet to see a Bronco on the road. I've, I've only seen a Bronco Sport. So. Yeah, I hadn't, I haven't seen one. That's what I want the highlight, the the takeaway to be here. Yeah. So I watched the um the that McLaren the sorry I keep saying McLaren but it's a uh, Gordon Murray that video the launch video which was like super produced and everything Dario speaking about how great they are and stuff like that uh, and then I followed that up with the launch of the new Alfa Romeo um, whatever they're calling it uh, F1 car uh-huh. dude it the juxtaposition between those two launch videos. Who was, are was they catering to, dude? Like, who are they? I don't understand. Like, who want, Who thinks that's a good... It's yeah, so it was, stupid. Was it live or it was, I don't. I'm not sure. I don't think it was live, but it was recorded like a live kind of thing, as opposed yeah. to the Gordon Murray thing, which was a full produced piece, right? Um, but this is like, they're on a stage. It's so crazy. Warren, I, 
I wish you would have watched it because <laughs> it is I know. so bad. It's like they're on a stage in Poland for some reason. By the way, this is <laughs> well, you know, Alfa that's Romeo. What I because that's you know, what I was thinking of think of Alpha as Poland. Yeah. So, and all of a sudden, there's these two hosts. They're Polish, obviously. They're it's broken English, you know. They're announcing, and all of a sudden, this dancer comes out, and it's this full like a dance. I've already told you I don't understand dance, so you can and, you have me and right it's there. Like, and, and so they do this dance, and then these, and then they introduce like Kimi and Giovinazzi and Robert Kubica. It's crazy too how they bring away bring their test driver to all these things too. Like well, so there's, there's, there's a little bit of background here, Lane, and I, and I'll admit I didn't know either. Polish? I had to look. Well, yeah, I had to look this up. So Orland, their new flat, their new um. What do you call title sponsor uh, is a Polish like oil and refiner. Robert brought yeah. him there. there and, yeah, that's exactly what's going and on. That's and that's why so that, Robert's yeah. part of all like the press releases. Exactly, exactly. So gotcha. I'm sure that has something to do yeah, with it. Yeah, because it's so, weird um, they show like the new suits or something, and it's always like the three drivers where no other yeah. team does that, right? Right. Huh. Yeah. But I mean I, I just think that I just want to go back to the dance. It's like didn't it feel like it dragged on <laughs> oh and my, on? Yeah. It's like, what is this? Like I, I don't <laughs> And the car wasn't out there. It's not like she was dancing around the car. No. It was just a dance. It was so odd, dude. (laughs) And then they did some, like, they they had this, like, produced footage of the car in this, like, warehouse. And they're doing this, like, camera action where they're, like, moving around it all quickly and stuff. And it just looked horrible. It was, I mean, the McLaren one didn't show a lot of car. And, and, you know, people gave them grief for the the McLaren launch. But uh, this was just, like. This was just garbage, dude. It was like I, I turned it off, um, like three quarters of the way through. Just, yeah, it's handle. just well, I think yeah, it's so awkward too. Like the the stand, like it's just like them standing super still and stiff and looking yeah. straight out, like on oh, the Kimi stage. Kimi Raikkonen still and stiff. You don't say. <laughs> well, well, and just imagine three Kimi Raikkonens now, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's like him reading off of a script, like, well, you know, and it's just like rambling on and on and on. It's like, dude, this is the most uncomfortable thing I've seen in a while. Well, like, you know, they'll make up for it in their uh, on track performance. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when they get eighth place. Dude, they're, that, all, that, they're all go, no show. Well, that that oil, that Orlando oil, bro. I mean, it's it it it'll give them a little extra horsepower, right? Yeah. Straights. So. Yeah. It it was it was pretty. It was just cringy, you know. Like they could have had if they had a good host, it would make it a little better too. But these hosts yeah. were so bad. Yeah. It was it was so odd. Or they're they like, could have had like 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 the hosts do like a cool rap thing, right? Like we are cool and we're here to stay and then cross their arms uh, and then put th- and then backwards baseball cap. That would have been yeah. more um, relevant. Right Dude, and Alpha's <laughs> whole team is Kimi Raikkonen's like uh, Frederick Vasseur or whatever, you know, the head, bo- the boss. He yeah. is a Kimi. He's like an old Kimi Raikkonen. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Like yeah. there's just I, no, there's no like personality up there. So weird. It was, it was, uh, it was pretty cringy. Yeah. The Alpha Tauri uh, livery is dope, though. Um, that, I really like that Dude, livery. It was good last year too, right? Dude, yeah. I, uh, this one reminds me. So look at the Epson livery from the Terrell in like '93 yeah. or '92. I can't remember what year I it was. It. it was yeah. It was the car that um, that John Alesi drove. That it reminds me of that, and that was a really good looking car. It's yeah. like it's like um you know the, the white top, top looks the white on the top looks really split good. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't. Is it flipped though? Isn't this one blue on top and white on the bottom now? I think I think this one's white on top. It used to be yep. blue on top. Okay, it looks I killer believe. though. Yeah, yeah, it looks really good. And then the new Red Bull was was 
uh, shown today and everyone was like show the meme of like them pointing the spider-man you know it's, it's the like, same <laughs> thing except that yeah, it's, it's like, just and everyone's yeah. like control c control v control c yeah control it's, v. they just replaced the alfa romeo um uh, logos with honda aston logos, martin basically. with honda yeah or i'm sorry uh, uh, aston martin yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um and then they added a couple, like they, there's a tell cell on the inside of the of the end plates. I don't know if you saw that, which who you know is Sergio's uh, sponsor. Yeah. And a couple little details, but overall, I mean, it's a Red Bull, right? It looks like a Red yeah. Bull. Yeah, Red Bull doesn't really <laughs> mess with liveries. It, like, I mean, they keep like the the yeah. The Their same cars always thing. look pretty good. They, they look they good. Have, yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's a great. You know, color one thing that I've always I, I haven't looked into this like, and I don't know. I mean, hope I imagine this information's out there, but you would think that. A satin paint job would not be as slick as a gloss paint job, right? But like maybe the satin isn't in the surface; it's not texture. It's like oh, you're it's saying as far of, as it's like wind, a, it's like opaque, right? Like from an aerodynamic standpoint, right? Yeah, and it's just like, because it, yeah. uh, because the nature to be satin, you have to have little, basically little bumps, essentially. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, th- yeah. Or maybe, so than maybe it helps. Matt, I don't know. Yeah, well, like, I mean, the golf ball analogy right, comes right. into play, right? That's like, the one that I was wondering. Like, but this is so tiny. I feel like it would be more. It would be friction or something, right? But I guess I know, not. I, know. I don't know. Yeah, that's they, an interesting. They know point. what they're doing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah everyone's yeah. using Matt now. Matt now, right? Like McLaren, right. Um, Mercedes Red Bull, had obviously, and then year, right? Ferrari. Mercedes. Didn't Mercedes have lost. the black one? Was the black, is the black Matt? I thought maybe so. there's some heat heat properties to it Forgot. too, or like insulation, or vice versa. I don't know. I, I like a good gloss paint job, so I'm kind of like, I, especially with Ferrari, I hate the matte red. Really? I don't oh, mind I don't it. like it either. Dude, yeah, give me some red. gloss. Give me, me some gloss red, man. It's like yeah. your Ferrari. I mind if they dude, did you... some of some of both, like on like the side side. I mean, of the that car could was... be cool to do like accents in matte, but. Make yeah. that main body gloss, dude. It's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't dude, so, do you guys have any? Well, oh, the, sorry. Oh, God. No, the only thing, like the early, like if you look at a Ferrari uh, or a Formula One um, 641 and F, uh, F1641. So uh-huh. that is the Ferrari that was campaigned in 1991 or 19, sorry, 1990. That's confusing. 91 was the 642. But, anyways. Um, the 90s, a beautiful car, too. But that car, and look at the color. It's, I don't know, but. To me, it seems like it's almost a little more burgundy in there, like a little mm-hmm. darker red. Um, it's and like that's the a old killer school color. Ferrari. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's like, like exactly yeah, like the fifties um, kind of. That's a great color. Like I would love to see that on a modern car. I bet it'd be that's beautiful. such a rad car. Anyway, yeah. that era. Is How so good looking yeah. were Ferraris back then? The, uh, the best. who was yeah, the, the designer? Um, ah, fudge. Was it Nichols? I'm totally forgetting. But anyways, yeah. that that era Ferrari. I mean, one of the best looking F1 cars of all time, right there. Right. That Man- Mansell is that what he drove? That era? Uh, yeah, so Mansell and um, yeah, he was and, ninety, right? And Pro- yeah, Mansell and Prost drove that car. Yeah, and Prost. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a beauty. It that's doesn't get much really, better. Really I mean, that, that and the McLarens. Yeah. It's like the first yeah, of the know, automatic gearboxes. Well, that's uh, the irony is that if it if the gearbox was more reliable, they would have won the championship. Yeah, because they, they had like the best engine, right? Yeah, it was down to the last race, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like super problematic, but as you said, yeah, early, early car, um, for the tech, I mean, you guys ready for some questions? Yeah. Anything else to cover? Let's question it. Let's do it. All right. So questions on Instagram. If you have any for us, go to driving well awesome on Instagram and we'll post a question post usually Tuesdays, but you never know. You got to keep, keep looking. Keep watching. But until then, first question here. Thomas Park says, what's your opinion of the shooting brake or station wagon 
wagon renderings of cars that were only ever produced as coupes, sedans, or hatchbacks. I can't get enough of them, and I think that some cars look especially rad as a shooting brake. <laughs> he gives some examples here. A Firebird or Trans Am, a Porsche 928, or a Honda S2000. If you dig these two, do you have any favorites, or are these not your cup of tea? I don't. I wouldn't say I'm a connoisseur. Right. Yeah. I mean, there are some that stand out. Like there was that XJS. Have you guys seen that yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. That one looks that one. good. Um, and I think they made a couple, right? But I don't know if it was like an official production thing. It was like yeah. Just I know for... they made they made a 928, I believe, too. Um, or there was some kind of prototype hatchback thing. Yeah. Like that. I mean, if Thomas Park already knows this, but. The Sultan of Brunei was oh, famous right. for commissioning yeah. these types of builds. Ferraris. And my favorite of those was the Ferrari 456 yep. uh, station wagon. And one popped up on Instagram recently. I think it was seen in England, probably one of those like Saudi kids that live on uh, King's Road or where, I don't know yeah. where they live. Knightsbridge. Where we, Knightsbridge, where we saw those insane cars and yeah. um, there's like, you know, Pagani's parked, uh, getting parking tickets and stuff. But um, yeah, 456 Ferrari station wagon. It already had a great kind of slanted back, and um, this doesn't hurt the design at all. I think it would look better as a shooting brake, so two-door. But, um, yeah, I, I totally dig it. And um, recently, I think it was Bonham, sold a uh, Mercedes, um, what was it, a W140 wagon? Anyways, uh, really well done. I can't remember the builder. I'll have to oh, look it up. Oh, I you remember guys are seeing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, sent you it guys looked pretty the, good. The, except like, they have to use the the. It's always weird because the rear window doesn't really match up. Like it like doesn't kind of sag a little yeah, bit. Or something. Yeah, it kind of sags yeah. because yeah. the so body the one, line, the the yeah, the C pillar the build, basically. The build I'm thinking of was um, it was actually an SEC. Yeah. Wagon. Oh, I know. okay. Yeah. And it looked was really it cool, except like for that. Like a silvery blue one? Is that the one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did see that. It just has that little, like, where it is it is going down into a trunk, and then they yeah. straighten it out with the window, and it has a little awkwardness there because they don't change the windows. Um, but besides that, that thing was rad looking because yeah. it, it made it Super look even, rad. like, lower and wider than, it, mm -hmm. than they are originally, and it, it looked yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah, this one's called the 500 SET, a W126 uh, wagon by Zender. So look oh, that one up. That one is really rad. And so it's got I just, such cool wheels. Oh, sorry. They did a really good job on that. I sent you guys the, the, a modern one that I really like. It's the F-Type one. Like, I just texted it to you guys. Check it out. It looks so cool, I think. Like, I mean, it, it, it's an improvement over the yeah, original Yeah, it looks design, really good. I, I mean, it... And it reminds me of like the Ferrari, what's the Ferrari Lusso the and stuff and the FF. Yeah. Yeah. And so rad. Yeah. that That's really good looking. S2000. I don't think I've ever seen that one. No, it me sounds kind of cool though. Let me look it up. Maybe cool. Like M Coupe. Yeah. M Coupe style. Yeah. Break. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But probably lower, like a little, probably a cleaner design actually. Yeah. Um, LG Photography says, imagine it's the year 2045. Radwood has just begun and is based around cars made between 2000 and 2020. That wouldn't be what are some of your What are some of your ideal cars to have in attendance? Also, what are you taking to the show? We've kind of talked about this in the past, but um, the 2000s and teens. What is it? CTSV it wagon manual. Mine so. is a Pagani Zonda first first gen manual transmission that's a really really good option yep 
Um, yep. <laughs> past that, it gets pretty tricky. It's dicey. Well, it's you want to pick out those things that um, I'm not that inspired. Maybe uh, I mean uh, it, I'll do a 997.2 GT3 RS or something. You know, I don't know. It, there's yeah. Um, what like about a roof? Editions. You want you get like a roof car, right? Like a, a yeah, exactly. Uh, RS current. four four oh. oh, there you go. Oh, I know which one. The CTR roof. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those Which is like of, the Cayman based 911 it's thing. It's not even based on the Cayman. It just looks like a or Cayman. It just looks like a Cayman. Yeah. Right? Isn't that <laughs> yeah. the BTR? Am I tripping? Uh, no. no what, the hell is the, what the hell is that thing called? Isn't the BTR? No, like that's a 993, 911 right? based one? I don't know. I don't oh, remember. No, CTR is a yellow bird. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, what is so. the, 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 the Cayman looking thing is something else. It's like... CRGT or GTR. Yeah, I remember <laughs> there was something. that matte, <laughs> what the fuck? matte silverish think... one at Canepa forever. Right. Yeah, and then we saw one at Laguna Seca um, auctions. I can't remember. Well, then the, what's his name? That dude famously crashed one while like high on something in Manhattan. Remember? Uh, ben, oh, yeah. Ben Chen. But that, was, that wasn't that. That was a Carrera GT. Oh, that was a Carrera GT. Yeah, yeah right. it was just like a what Gimbala Carrera GT or something like that. But um, those are super rare. That roof, the mid-engine roof. CTR three. CTR three. CTR three. So that is a two thousand nine. Fits the bill, man. That would totally. That's be, it. Be a proper car. Oh, sure how that. about a um, ah, what's it called with the airplane-inspired interior and uh, spiker. Oh, spiker? Spiker. Spiker would be cool, right? Definitely. Spiker convertible. Totally. Absolutely. The early one with the original sp- uh, propeller steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. I know you guys aren't a huge fan of this car, but I saw its unveiling, and it's always kind of uh, been cool to me. Is a Saline S7? No, they're cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're, I think right. they're cool. Yeah, so uh, hyper we, we, hyper Mustang. Oh yeah, they're yeah, awesome, dude. It's, they're they're cool, but it, it just I get such kick car vibes from it. I know it it does have that uh, Maybach Accelero, which is a, a Maybach coupe that was built in mm. conjunction with Fulda tires. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh wow! Uh, that sucks. Very funky one. Like I think it's a one-off, um, but it was a twin turbo V12, huge, like as long as an S-class coupe. Um, so that would be cool. On the flip um, side, I think you would have Pontiac Aztecs. Oh, for you know, sure. These are your these are your K cars, or you know the, yeah. people, the people that are into bringing these like cars like that, or a Ford Festiva or something. Totally. Uh, cross cab. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, cross the, cab all the- is all all time. A Viacross, yep. all the weird stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. the Viacross was 99. I think there was a 99, 2000, 2000. Uh, There was. So there was a 2000. Because yeah. yeah. we've had a Viacross at Tacoma. Yeah, and I think it was actually a 2000 model. But, yeah. Um, it was like, but I think they did make them in 99. They, I believe they did. Yeah. So this is like the equivalent of like a like a 76 Rabbit or something coming. To, it's like a, on the tail, SL, on the yeah. early. R107. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. yeah, those are good choices. All right, Monty23PSK says, of all the cars your parents had from when you were born until now, which do you wish they had kept? And would it be for radness, sentimental, or pure financial reasons? Mm. Pretty I, good question. I have yeah. an answer. Uh, the okay. first car I was driven in ever was my dad's uh, 1973 Toyota Corolla SR5. So that's ah. a lane. It's a TE27. Ah, oh, Mango, yes. Mango, the Mango. Yeah, that's <laughs> a car that I've, you know, one of those cars that I've always wanted to own and build and like do something rad with. Like it's such a great looking little car. Um, and, you know, it's basically the same formula as like a 
you know, uh, Ford Escort Mexico of the era or something, you know, solid rear axle, McPherson front, front rear, dual overhead cam, you know, it's like pretty straightforward stuff, but um, just such a cool little design. Um, I've seen some really, really nice ones at shows and stuff, and it's a car that hopefully eventually I get to build. And, and it's also sentimental for me because besides the fact that I got driven into it, my dad, you know, he passed away sadly a few years ago, and the, one of the last conversations I had with him was about building one of these cars, like that he wanted to build one. And he's like, man, I really want to find a good one. You know, it's so hard. I'm like, I know. They're like, it's impossible now, you know? So hopefully I get to do that someday. You basically have to do it. I know, right? I basically do. That's got to be your automotive bucket list item. Yeah, for sure. That's cool. I don't have anything uh, monumental, but when I was uh, like junior high, my mom bought a really nice, like one owner, and it was still kind of a new car, uh, Volvo 240 wagon. It was silver on black with rear facing seats, manual transmission. Nice. It wasn't a turbo, but um, it was just so clean and perfect. And we just like abused it like a total kid car and surfboards in it and, you know, bikes on the roof and stuff. So when we were done with it, and then it got broken into and they tried to steal the stock stereo (laughs) and like stuff like that. And they like mangled the trim. And of course, my parents were going to like, you know, invest in that. So by the time we were done with it, it was like, I don't want that car. Yeah. But if I could have preserved it from the first time my sister and I sat in the rear-facing seats yep. on the way to Aptos and getting car sick, I would, uh, I would love to just pick that up and put it in the vault. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> I think you have a lot, Lane. You have a lot to choose much, from. But for me, a, there's a couple standouts. My mom had a Volvo 850 T5R um, that she bought. Actually, I think she bought that one used. It was a year old when she bought it. So... I don't know. It was a 97. She bought it in 90. Like a lease return or something? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, black on black. Um, I don't know. That was a really, that was a cool car, especially for a high school kid, being able to rip that thing around. Um, and then when we were kids, we had a lot of cool Volvo wagons, like like Warren was talking about, where we had an 83 Volvo wagon my dad bought new, I believe. And then we had like a 740 turbo wagon, a couple of cool things like that that I would I wouldn't mind having now. Uh, but the probably the most sentimental car was a, I think it was a 1962 VW Bug, uh, VW Cabriolet. Oh, that's like a cool a, car. In that baby blue, and oh, nice. uh, that's one of those cars where like, you know, I I think for me and I know a lot of people, it's like the smell of a car is what like takes you. Mm what you remember about those cars. And I remember the smell mm. of the, the horse hair and the burnt oil. Um, and I was, it was a really nice car too. It was like a good, it was a really nice, you know, just a nice bug basically. Um, mm-hmm. And at the 62? same time we had a 59 single cab uh, VW pickup, which was really cool. But the, the That's VW right. bug was like my, you know, I would go climb around in it as a little kid and stuff like that. Mm. So it was. Uh, that's a great that's, looking car with the, the small tail lights, and they have yeah. the you know the the bubble headlights, the different style. Yeah, yeah, those are cool. Yep, very cool. Um, all right. Let's see, SF Production Gabe says, should baseball players who use performance enhancing drugs be allowed in the Hall of Fame? Jeez, hmm. he's he, he's an A's fan, huh? <laughs> he is an A's fan, so he he <laughs> believes yes. <laughs> I mean, you so. know, here, here's my dude. Here's oh, the I thing. can't wait. Well, I can't well, wait for our I'm not a sports. I'm not a sports talk. ball guy, but you know, like <laughs> it, this is like a, a Lance Armstrong thing, right? It's like 
everybody's doing it, but the people yeah. that get caught get fucking crucified for yeah, it. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of shitty, right? So I don't know. It's a it's a hard one. Like I know I personally- part of me, I like the Daniel Tosh approach where he's like make them all take and we're answering drugs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want my, I want my athletes to be bigger, stronger, faster. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like it's like, like, let's, let's see what, what, what is possible from a human being kind of thing. Um, yeah. it's hard for me, like, uh, being a big giants fan growing up and, you know, I, I don't follow baseball right now, but being like super into it for a long time. I mean, Barry Bonds was always like, it was pretty amazing to watch him go up there and just swing that bat. Like it was a little toothpick and just like, I mean, if you were like within a huge area, he was going to knock it out, whether, you know, whether it was left field, right field, center field, whatever. Yeah. And that was pretty amazing to watch. And it's like, it, would I give up that if for him to not take in performance enhancing drugs? Probably not. You know, like mm-hmm. just being able to watch that was like so spectacular, um, mm. even though half the time they'd walk him on, you know walk him on perfect or purpose because right. he was that good um or his drugs worked that well i mean that's the <laughs> thing too it's like a lot most a lot of these guys are taking drugs but they're still not yeah. they're not doing what you know some of these big well, that's, guys did that's totally. what i was gonna say it's like totally. it's like if you if you want to go through the history of baseball and condemn performance enhancing drugs and you have to start at the beginning Greenies. and that's like yeah, greenies and uppers and zappies and yellow jackets and who knows what the hell Babe Ruth was taking. Whippersnappers. Uh, every, whippersnappers <laughs> every day, right? And so they were probably smoking opium in the seventh inning stretch and yeah. going out there and hitting home runs. But uh, all if all the pitchers were doing it and all the catchers were doing it and then all the all, everyone was doing it, but then there was a few standout players during that era that still excelled uh, even greater than all the rest – I absolutely think they should be involved in the Hall yep. of Fame. I, I think it'd be ridiculous, and it's uh, this will be controversial, but uh, I think it kind of goes back to cancel culture because if you really want to dig, you'll find reasons to ban every fucking person. Maybe not like dude. Cal Ripken or you I know, mean, dude, there's so many guys that were like awful people and racist, and you know, it's all, all this, that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all that, right? Like, I, I just think it's like with movie movie stars and stuff. If you really dig far enough, like eventually every single classic movie star you love is just a piece of shit. (laughs) I mean, it's just not going to work to today's conventional wisdom. So, um, let them in. Um, maybe there's a, an asterisk or maybe it's just by era and you just say like, these are the methods that were used for testing and, we can't say who was using what or when, but I know you almost like want to put that next to it. Like this guy was caught. This guy wasn't this guy, you know, like (laughs) because the reality and, and, you know, you feel bad for the guys. Maybe, you know, I don't know. We haven't heard anything about Cal Ripken, like say him, he's a great baseball player, like had a long career, but you never heard anything about him taking these drugs. And you're like, you kind of feel bad for someone like him. That was like one of the greats, but would he have been like the greatest sure. ever if but like, i mean you also look at it like he's known for longevity and playing the most consecutive games ever like yeah. 4000 games or whatever but there's also rumors that they would um postpone games or cancel games if he wasn't able to play yeah, yeah. Mm. um you know that that's been talked about so i don't know everything has its nuances and and uh, asterisks next to it but i think you just have to appreciate the era and it's like sammy sosa mark mcguire barry bonds like yeah they Obviously, they were doing something, but so was everyone else. The pitchers were yeah. taking, you know, shit that made him recover faster and um, all that stuff. But it still takes an amazing amount of talent and skill, and and uh, they were doing it the best. So let's mm-hmm. uh, let's put them in. All right, well, that's 
sports conversation <laughs> talk. <laughs> I don't know. If you agree or not, uh, call in. Let yeah. us know. And that's just baseball. Like, talk about football and stuff like that. Oh. Like, it's crazy, right? All rapists and murders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Mr. It Will Work Out says bacon and never avocado or avocado and never bacon. Oh, how about what? Oh man! So you're you take one, you yeah, you're, you're you, gone. Dude. Avocado, it's like the, it's like the cheese yeah. or flying thing. Yeah, yeah. I gotta take yeah. avocado. I mean, because it's just more versatile, right? Like that's the thing. They're both amazing, and it's a it's a really really hard thing to give up bacon. But I'm going with avocado. And you can also substitute bacon with other things like pork chops or like turkey uh, bacon, carn, carn, carnitas, turkey bacon. <laughs> yeah. Like you get some pork fat uh, crispiness from well, other places. Yeah, but I can have do sausage. I can have sausage, dude. Like, yeah. yeah but like avocado, there's there's only one avocado. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to be like, well, instead of avocado, can you put mango on my sandwich? Yeah, that's not working, dude. Yeah, I think mm. I'm going avocado, dude. I got I to gotta stick with the avocado. Yeah. Like too. you I said, you this is a no, regional. There's no substitute. This is a regional this is a total regional thing. Like people in fucking Oklahoma are like, you can stick that avocado up your fucking ass. I remember like yeah. there was a real housewives or something like in Atlanta. And this lady was like, what the fuck is that shit? <laughs> <laughs> it was cause it was like, uh, it was, it was a uh, guacamole, you know, she's like, what is this oh. green? Like, Lane, didn't you order sourdough in like Chicago once? And they didn't no, know it was New York about? city, dude, or Manhattan. New- Sat down for breakfast in Manhattan. Said they said what kind of bread? I said sourdough. She said what's that? I said sourdough bread. She's like I don't know what that is. <laughs> Dang. Uh, West Coast, I guess. West Coast. Let's see here. How many more questions do we have? I got a couple more. I think. Probably just run through a couple more, huh? Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see here. Sorry. All right. Yeti Overland says with the DWA crew ever consider a rally that crosses state lines to get away from covid restrictions due to less covid cases or is that too smoky in the bandit i i want to cross state lines just because it'll be fun and interesting for everyone but um yeah. not not just in this covid time right like in the future it would be something we'd love to do yeah i don't think yeah. we would do it because of covid yeah right right yeah i don't think so either but um we definitely have it on the our plans to Across multiple state lines, so mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll be taking beer to Texarkana like uh, Smokey and the Bandit, but uh, <laughs> actually Smokey wasn't. Smokey's the cop. Who is a uh, snowman? Snowman mm. and Bandit. Yeah, that's what it was. You know, I do know. Dusty Snowman. Holla! All right. Um, Chaycor says, "Well, I like the idea of safariing all the cars. What Radwood era cars would you?" S- would suit the pre-runner look so more travel and droop etc so more of the baja Baja truck yeah look Uh, i was thinking something i I saw this question earlier and i was thinking cars that lend itself to a long nose like a 928 or an m coupe what year did m coupe come out is that 90 99 99 so that sneaks in there Uh, a 928 pre-runner uh-huh Huh, dude, I was going the opposite direction with this. I was going an El Ranchero, huh? <laughs> an El Camino. What? But that's like, like well, because it's truck it, already. I'm just thinking of literally backwards. Right? It's flipped. It's like nothing in the back, right. <laughs> and then a little, like it's like a little truck, dude. It's all. It's got the the full travel, the big wheels and tires. It'd be pretty rad. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, but you're definitely just making a truck into more of a truck in that case, right? Exactly. Yeah, I guess so. 
I I kind of like that idea. I think both of those would look good, Warren. The the kind of um, hatchback coupe things. That's what yeah. the mini little rally raid cars are, right? Whatever they're called, the the ones that uh, campaign in Dakar in the last few years, the are mini what? coopers. They oh, look mini. They look just like that. They look like a shooting brake um, little uh, you know Baja thing. Yeah, you should Don't look they it use up. Use four doors or something, or do they use it? Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I, I know that they're rear wheel drive, which is a. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, but let me look it up. Yeah, if you're going with that look, you definitely need it to be rear wheel drive, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, dude, I don't have anything. I don't get. I don't have anything. Nothing. No. Uh, two doors I, lane. I, it looks like. I would just be naming a car from the era. I don't have anything like in my mind that would. You know, that would work. Look killer or something. Every like little thing I do, you're on my SC mind. SC four hundred. SC four hundred. look alright. Cool. It's a, it's along the lines of a nine twenty eight, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe a actually a like a Volvo two forty might look cool like that. Yeah. Just a normal two forty. The the guys from Heatwave have a wagon. Have you seen it? That's yes. all decked oh. out to do off road shit. They I think they've driven it at Baja before. I don't know if it was raced or if they were just messing around down there, but yeah good stuff yeah i think they do the gambler stuff with it right Right. yeah makes sense all right um i think it's that time yeah it's trivia time boys you ready you got your trivia hats on i'm buckled in buckled in Um, device i don't want you know for that abrupt (laughs) stop that shocking stop i don't know this is uh, right out of the news feed here, and um, you know we don't get too political or COVID-y on this podcast, but I th- I, this really stood out to me. So uh, Vietnam has recorded fewer than blank amount of cases of COVID. They have 97 million people in, in Vietnam. How many cases of COVID? Oh. Let me guess. They all wear masks because they've been doing it for many, many years, and it works. Yeah, and they had to deal with SARS in a heavy way, oh, so they yeah. they were they were ready from the get go. They're prepared. Yeah, ninety-seven million people. How many cases? Oh man! So I think the U.S. is up to what five? Half a million. Five hundred thousand deaths. Oh, that's deaths. deaths. Yeah, yeah, that's deaths. Uh, yeah. Um. Fuck. I don't know. Hundred. Hundred and fifty thousand. Okay. Hundred fifty thousand. It's gotta million? be a shocking number. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna under go under. Uh, prices are real. So One dollar, hundred thousand, <laughs> hundred thousand, twenty five hundred positive cases Whoa. out of ninety seven million people and only thirty five deaths. Holy how did moly! They not look spread masks. Wait, how That's, many cases did you say? Twenty five thousand. Twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred cases. Yeah, and thirty five deaths. That's out a lot of, 97 of deaths per cases. Uh yeah, I guess you could look at it that way. But mm. ninety-seven million people that That's borders amazing. China, Cambodia, and Laos. So it's crazy. Uh, whatever they're doing is working. They're right behind New Zealand. So and the U.S. is ranked ninety-four. So it's New Zealand, Vietnam, and then the U.S. is uh, ninety-four on that list. All right, let's switch it up to a uh, more lighthearted trivia question. Um, Rad for Sale is coming out on March 1st, and as part of that launch, we have a listing of a very cool motorcycle. It's a 1984 Yamaha RZ350 Kenny Roberts Edition, 
Um, it is the last two-stroke motorcycle sold in the U.S., which is a very interesting stat. Street bike, right? But it, it's a street bike, yep. But, I and, mean, the last uh, two-stroke street bike, not, like, including dirt bikes? Right, yeah, oh, street yeah, bike. Uh, road road yeah, legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Road legal, yeah. Road legal bike. Yeah. Um, so it's the last of its kind, but it also represents two firsts. Can you name these firsts? What year was this? 1984. Uh, I know. Well, I mean, I've been kind of close to this bike, Wham. So um, I know, I know one I of them. Let Lane, I'll, I'll let Lane, Lane go, go first, and then I just Lane know. I, I don't know what the other one is, but I know one. Okay. Okay. So I don't know. Fuel injection. Hmm. Or a turbo. I guess. Yeah, I would think something like that. Like a turbo would be. 84, that's like perfect timing for that, right? Yeah. There are some uh, of that era, yeah, that, from yeah. There, that, that are really cool. And I cool got both too. wrong, I'm sure. <laughs> yep. Uh, it is a catalytic converter. Oh. Right. First on both catalytic, First catalytic converter to be implemented on a uh, motorcycle anywhere in the world. So very interesting. In order to pass smog with, I guess they Being had a smog these bikes? Being a two-stroke in 84. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Trippy, right? Uh, the other first is not much of a trivia question, really, but it's um, the Kenny Roberts edition. He was the first American champion um, back in the 70s, so they're honoring him with this bike. But his um, he was known for what in his racing? What did he do as a motorcycle racer that's uh, ubiquitous now? <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm showing people in the... <laughs> He's showing no one, Art's, dude. Art's waving his hand. He yeah. did wheelies. Um, he would. Uh, he was the first to like basically have his knee scraping the ground and oh. putting his whole body off the bike. So oh, that's awesome! That's crazy, Kyle, because it, it it progressed. Like at some point, you know, I was never really too into motor like motorcycle racing, but just being around friends who were into MotoGP, like at some point they're like, "Dude, this guy scrapes elbows, right?" Like they went from right. like knees to yeah, elbows yeah. to like no, I hear yeah. there's like shoulders now. No, it's, it's like, shoulders now. Yeah, shoulders. Yeah, but that has to be like tire tire technology has to be equal with that progression yeah, right. you can't just be like you can't take this 84 fucking yamaha and go scrape your elbow no and, and the bike has to be narrow enough to be able to go that low that low right, right. The, 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 that, exactly that, that right. angle it's in the design yeah like in. where you put your feet and all that shit because you can't do that in a harley you can't even you know turn it more than whatever you're scraping pegs says know. the says the boy from california let me show you a <laughs> thing or two have you seen they, those guys that do the harley fucking sportster uh stuff in the in the canyons oh it's yeah so they crazy can, they yeah they haul ass <laughs> so but, gnarly yeah, yeah but they, they, it's like the, their whole body is like off and the bikes like over yeah, there yeah. It's, it's so crazy yeah yeah so this bike is cool it's got the uh speed block yellow and black livery it's a just a classic looking bike and piece of history so Check it out on Rad for Sale, radforsale.com. Uh, coming Minty. soon. Minty bike. Minty. Yeah. Yeah, it's All right. really cool. Well, that's, that's a podcast. Cool. That's it. So let us know what you think about this new format, if it works, uh, if you missed two episodes, whatnot. And uh, hopefully we'll hear from you. Um, check out the Patreon, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Later. patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome do you enjoy the dwa podcast 
Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store, early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, Yeah, it really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast. And we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.